you up. Yeah, I know. Valentine's Day is just around the corner. Nine days from now. What date is Valentine's I mean, I know it's on the 14th. Ow, what did I do? Did I break something? I feel like I broke something. Hold on. Okay, just kind of twisted up in wires here a little bit. Is that uh, oh Valentine's Day is next Friday? Holy smoke! Gonna be a lot of restaurants and I mean it would have been a good day for Valentine's Day any day of the week. I guess if I'm a restaurant, I'd really prefer or any type of an establishment. I, I'd prefer Valentine's Day fall on a day that is not one of my normally busy days. You you know what I mean? Valentine's Day on a Friday, that's, you know, oh, man, we missed a day. You know, if it fell on Wednesday or Thursday, they would have had, a, had that extra oomph there in the middle of the week. would have been like a, a, a weekend day in the middle of the week. But you take it where you can take it, right? I know when years ago, years ago when I was a disc jockey, well, you know, as a disc jockey, you're on the radio, yeah, but uh, you do some side work, too, DJing in clubs and stuff like that. And I know the club owners, they all liked it when the holidays fell in the middle of the week. They didn't like the holidays falling on uh, weekend. Because the middle of the week holiday meant you would get a, you know, a, a ump for that week, you know, an extra push because more people would come out for that holiday. That makes sense. Okay, enough of that. How you doing? This is Mike. This is Freight Broker TV Podcast, FBTV Podcast. You can find it on our website. You can find it on FBTVinsider.com. You can find us on FreightBrokerTV.com. Find it on YouTube, Freight Broker TV, if you're looking. YouTube.com forward slash Freight Broker TV. And you're going to... Uh, Find it on your favorite podcast app, which now includes iHeart. iHeart has added our podcast to their app, so you're going to be able to find us everywhere. How you doing? They were talking about snow today, but I think they uh, changed their mind. Up until yesterday afternoon, they were uh, talking about snow for Wednesday. February the 5th, but uh, now, not so much. Just rain. Sunday, this past Sunday, 77. We had 77 with sunshine on Sunday. I took the boat out to the lake. Saw the YouTube video this week. You know, everything went well. <laughs> but, uh, Starting to get into that fishing mode. You know, you get in that boat, you go out with a couple of lines, and wow, you know, I, I went out Sunday. I really didn't go out to really to fish or catch anything. I went out just to get out in the boat, have a good time. Actually, truth be told, uh, make sure it, it, it's, it still work. <laughs> that uh, the motor ran and you know, then I needed to uh, kind of do some winterizing on it as well. You know, fuel treatment, a little bit of stuff in the oil, keep it from, uh, well, you know, it's, you know, after 
a while fuel kind of gets bad and it can really cause you some problems i got some i got a lawnmower in the back well it's fixed now it's working now but uh you that that new fuel they got man that is nothing it will really mess up some stuff you got to really pay attention to that now my boat i only put real gas in my boat none of that ethanol stuff none of that stuff because it really messed up my lawnmower matter of fact in my you know here we are february early february and i already have grass now granted it's that uh crab grass or whatever they call it you know growing in the backyard and, and i reckon i'll get out there and mow it one day it's that grass i don't know what it is it's got the purple looking flowers in it but man it grows it's thick now my front yard don't do that my backyard yeah it's covered in it and i'll stay that way until uh spring when my you know spring grass starts taking it over then it my back backyard i should do something with that backyard it's just always been the uh hey whatever grows grows front yard though looks pretty good i think that goes back to the type of grass they planted when they built the house back uh, 15 years ago on the front yard they sodded it backyard not so much they just kind of leveled it out and let it grow yeah well we're talking about everything except what we ought to be talking about today aren't we <laughs> let's see have you found this on youtube we were talking about youtube a little bit ago we are getting that subscriber count up there our goal right now is to get our subscriber count up to uh, 1,000. We need to hit 1,000 subscribers. we get up to 1,000 subscribers, we can start using the YouTube channel, all honesty, to start earning a little bit of money from it. But we got to be at 1,000 available to uh, be eligible for it. That will help us uh, continue to keep on bringing the podcast, the videos, and the uh, Freight Broker TV, FBTV Insider. Now, the FBTV Insider, all the if you're new or even if you aren't new, if you've been around and you've been checking out our websites and you've been to FBTV Insider, you go, no, man, I'm going to register for that. It costs. No. Well, if you pay for a subscription, yeah, you'd have access to everything on the FBTV Insider, insider content only kind of thing. But you can register to get access to all the Freight Broker TV Insider, FBTV Insider, uh, free content anyway. Now, where that benefits you, it's got everything on it. Anything you could find anywhere from Freight Broker TV, be it podcast, uh, be it uh, the radio show, uh, YouTube videos. I'm going blank now that I've, I'm having to think about all this stuff. But pretty much everything, all the free content is available. It just puts it in one place for you. So you don't have to, you know, push a button here, push a button there. You know, go to this website or whatever. It's, it's all available for you in one place. Makes it really easy. And you may find, now I, I, I just warn you, you may find after you start messing around with it that, hey, I want access to that insider content. And why not? 
I mean, that helps us keep everything going. And it's less than 25 a year. Uh, we do uh, live broadcast for insider-only uh, broadcast, video broadcast, every Tuesday. Box lunch is what we call it. You get the uh, FBTV insider-only podcast. Uh, you get all the uh, special videos, special training, and things like that. It's all available in there. Uh, matter of fact, if you've ever thought about doing any type of RV transport work, and RV transport actually falls under the heading of hotshot. RV transporter is actually a hotshot operation. Just the difference is with RV transport, you're using your pickup truck, three-quarter ton, one ton. Uh, always recommend diesel. You don't want to do this with the gasoline motor. Uh, but that goes without saying, but I have seen people go out there and try to make a living towing RVs with a gasoline motor, and they regret it pretty quick. But uh, what I'm getting at, we've got the uh, the FBTV Insider has the entire workshop, which Taltoa used to offer to its clients, and it's the, the whole thing's available as an insider as part of your subscription. You have access to it for whatever your subscription is. So you get the whole course right there. Now, granted, it's not up to date as of yesterday. But the thing is, the ideas are still there. The idea to how to make money being an RV transporter and things like that. The, uh, you know, business is business. And if you've been thinking about becoming an RV transporter, and I'm not talking about motor home delivery, I'm talking about towables. You know, hooking up to fifth wheel, gooseneck, whatever, bumper pool. And towing those with your truck, yeah. Uh, the how-to videos. Lessons learned, how to save yourself money. How to keep yourself from uh, getting in trouble with the uh, company you're contracted to. Matter of fact, I think there's even some companies you can contact to be able to uh, get a contract as an owner-operator. You know, if there's not, let me know, and I will make sure there are some... We'll po post some companies up there, or you can call me or email me direct. Uh, just send me an email, fbtv at freightbrokertv.com. I'd be happy to uh, check into that for you. Well, good news. Fuel, diesel, falls over five cents a gallon. It's down under three dollars a gallon now. How about that? That's pretty cool, huh? Not too bad, especially with the uh, news that the U.S. factories have expanded uh, for the first time since July. What do I mean by expanded? It's grown. There's been growth. U.S. factories expanded unexpectedly last month, according to this survey, snapping a five-month losing streak. Now, I've talked about this losing streak before when they all everybody was calling, you know, doom and gloom for the transportation industry. Hey, you know, everything's we're getting ready to hit a depression, blah, 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 blah. You've got to go back a couple of years. A couple of years ago, well, 2018, it was a great 
year for trucking. I mean, everything soared. The economy was good. Capacity uh, didn't have enough trucks to haul all the freight that needed to be transported. And then in 2019, everything kind of adjusted. Whenever there's a high point, there's going to be an adjustment period. Now, what they're talking about here for the last, uh, what is it? Well, they uh, snapping a five-month losing streak. Even though it was dropping, it was still above better than normal levels. Now, it did drop here one month to what they consider to be below normal level or a, a, a positive level. Let me read the rest of this, and it'll probably make more sense. The Institute for Supply Management, an association of purchasing managers, said that its manufacturing index rose to 50.9 in January from 47.8 in December. Now, this next sentence, this is uh, the important part. Anything above 50 signals expansion. That's what I'm saying. It dropped 47.8 in December, but I don't think it was below 51 or two months, if that. You see what I'm saying? Just that one month. I, I could be wrong, but the thing is, it was just everything was getting back to normal but now that it's back to normal we'll st we're still up you know and they weren't expecting any expansion now uh production and export orders all grew last month it said uh factories still struggling to find workers at a time when the unemployment rate is at a 50 year low did did you get that the unemployment rate is at a 50 year low I was 10 years old for the most part well 9 years old when I was this low 3.5% unbelievable the rebound was led by furniture companies now if you are a dry van operator if you are a freight broker you should pick up on this. Furniture companies leading the way. If furniture companies are leading the growth, the furniture manufacturers, that means they're shipping a lot of furniture. Yeah? You, you hearing me? Prospect furniture. Furniture companies. Now, I'll be the first one to tell you, yes, I know that a lot of drivers don't like to haul furniture because usually you got to get in, the, in there and fingerprint it. When I say fingerprint, I'm talking about help unload it or load it or unload it, whatever. That's not the point. The point is we're talking about making money. You know, this goes back to when I was brokering. I understand that if you got a flatbed truck, you now the last thing you want to do is tarp a load. What I don't understand or didn't understand when I was brokering is a flatbed operation telling me, nah, man, that load needs to be tarped. We don't carry tarps. Well, that's kind of stupid. I mean, it is. <laughs> you know, that's about like being a refrigerated trucking company and saying, hey, you know, no, nah, we, we don't turn on that reefer. <laughs> hey, if you're going to be in the industry, if you're going to, if that's your niche, flatbedding, then you know part of that requires tarping. You know, that used to always uh, crack me up too, you know. Uh, we move a load of something that, 
Well, okay, roofing. I think I used this example the other day talking about something else, but, you know, my roofing customers always wanted their roofing tarped. And I would always get a truck driver that was argumentative. And I get their point, okay? Yeah, you know, on, on, on the surface, you're going, why do I need to tarp roofing? I mean, for crying out loud, it's roofing. It's it's designed to be out in the weather. Now, you're not protecting it from the weather when you're tarping roofing. It's a securement device. It's The tarping is for securement of the load to keep it on your trailer. Uh, I don't know, did... Uh, I think we put it up there. Isn't there a picture or a video or something in the FBTV Insider extras that uh, about the, uh, I think it happened out in Georgia the other day, the flatbed truck had a load of lumber. The driver didn't tarp it simply because, or he didn't strap it down simply because he thought it was heavy enough to stay on the back of his trailer. Oh, boy. <laughs> what are you going to do? Uh, we go on, eh? Uh, let me change the subject. Get on down the road here. Got a couple of things I want to, or we're going to be talking about the tolls here in a minute out in Connecticut. And uh, a lady that actually went and talked to these knuckleheads trying to pass this toll. We'll get to that in a minute. Mid-America Trucking Show 2020. Yeah, you know about this already, right? Okay, this is February. Been talking about this, I think, since, what, December? Maybe before that? Anyway, Mid-America Trucking Show 2020. Now, this is the biggie. This is the trucking shows. Trucking show. It's been going on since the early 70s. I mean, it is the one to go to. You stop at any truck stop, pick up any trucking magazine, pick up anything about trucking, uh, you're going to see it. It's going to be plastered. You know, it's going to be talking about the Mid-America Trucking Show. You listen to any any uh, uh, radio, uh, any of them, trucking radio, they're probably going to be broadcasting from there. And to be honest with you, I would like to see FBTV, Freight Broker TV, get big enough to where we could broadcast and, you know, spend a week out there next year. Well, it won't be a week. Well, I guess we could spend a week. The The, the show itself is 26th through 28th. Uh, 26, 27, 28. Yeah, three days. <laughs> Had to use my fingers. Yes, I did. But, uh, you know, go to Louisville, spend a week. That'd be pretty fun. But anyway, neither here nor there. You can register... Until February 25th and save 10 bucks. And I, I always re, I always explain this. Okay, no, uh, you know, the uh, you may not be planning on attending, but if you find yourself in Louisville around March 26th through 28th and you think, hey, the Mid-America Trucking Show is going on, let's go. You're going to find out it's going to cost you 10 bucks. Where if you register now, even if you don't go, even if you don't go, you get registered. If you find out you do end up going, you save 10 bucks and you can say, hey, Mike, I appreciate that. Man, you saved me 10 bucks. <laughs> and, it, and if you're taking your wife or somebody, that's going to be 20, 20 bucks. See what I mean? So anyway, if you want to register, uh, go to truckingshow.com forward slash register. 
All right. Talked about this the other day. Man, I got on my soapbox about this. Man, can you hear that chair? I got to get me a new chair. It's squeaking. Can you all hear that over there? Holy smoke. Okay, Connecticut. We talked about them trying to pass a uh, truck-only toll law. They've delayed the vote. A plan to plan to truck only tolls in Connecticut. That don't make sense. I'm reading it from the actual article. A plan to truck only tolls. A plan to toll trucks only. Uh, it should read, I think. And Connecticut is having a tough time winning favor from the state house, as well as uh, the locals. Believe it or not, gonna play a going to play the uh, clip here in a minute so you can listen to it and see what this lady had to say about it. Despite assurances from the state's majority party that there are enough votes in the General Assembly to approve truck-only tows, the issue continues to be unsettled. Governor Ned. Governor Ned. Talked about him being arrogant. And go back and, uh, I think it's last week's podcast, we talked about this. Uh, or maybe, maybe it was a radio show. Do you remember? I don't remember. We talk about so much stuff. <laughs> but anyway, Governor Ned Lamont and leaders of his party unveiled a draft bill to raise as much as $180 million annually for transportation purposes by dipping deeper into trucking company wallets. It says professional drivers, but you get right down to it. It's getting into the trucking companies. That, that's who's paying for this. If they went into a truck-only tolls. Actually, I think that, that that's just wrong. But, anyway. The trucking industry, we all think it's kind of nutty. But there is a Reverend, Reverend Ernestine Holloway. Well, she went and... Uh, she made her voice known. Listen to this. My name is Reverend Ernestine Holloway. I just want to say I've never been so angry at a legislative branch like I am today. I'm shocked, appalled, disappointed. You guys are a bunch, some of you are a bunch of bullies. I've never been bullied in any legislative branch, and I travel all over the place. Today I was by unions. I had to go to the police department to get them to step in. Then I come in here and I think the two chair people were bullies also. I'm shocked and I represent all the inner cities. So that means your constituents call me and tell me things that they wanna talk about. I don't understand something. Maybe tell me something. Educate me. And excuse my emotions. You want to put tolls on trucks and you want us to trust you and we can't trust you with the $500 million you already got from the transportation fund that is supposed to go in a lockbox that never makes it there because you divert it because I've been hearing diversions but nobody said that y'all diversion any of that money to a fund that everybody can use 
So now, supposedly, if the, the money's correct, $178 million plus, you want us to trust you to put that money in the lockbox. How does that work if we can't trust you with $500 million? This is my point, and the people are saying, how do we say $500 million isn't enough when the $500 million hasn't went into the lockbox in order of us to see A, B, C, D, and F to say that it's not enough for F? It has never gone in. So the public don't have a reference point to how much this really costs. And you want us to trust you? I've listened to everybody across the board today. The only people who are going to get hurt is little business. Nonprofits like me. So if you hurt us, we will move. But what I found today was I wasn't going to run for election, but I am because you people piss me off beyond measure. You need to learn how to be nice to your constituents because it's we the people. I've seen you take up for the unions today. I watched you. I listened to you. You took up for the unions, but guess what? What about the non-union companies? There is no balance here. Where is the balance? If we can't trust you to balance, then what make you think we want to trust you with our money? And we do need an audit of every department so we can see where the money is going. Because you have yet to show me and all these constituents that say they don't want any tolls, you have yet to show us what you do with that petroleum money that you get now. So if you vote for tolls, I promise you, and I want to say one thing to the gentleman in Waterbury. I applaud you because people in Waterbury already asked me, how does this affect us? I said, don't look like you'll be getting anything the way I read it. But after that gentleman spoke, I know they won't be getting any. So what I'm going to tell this constituents, because like I said, I'm Apostle Ernestine Holloway. I go into churches, places that you will never go in. And I promise you this day, this day right here, I'm going to hit every church in every city, every town, and they're going to fight you on this. And I promise you, I promise God and all his angels, you are wrong. You didn't do your homework. You're rushing for this toll thing. You are rushing. And because you are rushing, you're going to make us pay for something that our kids won't even be able to afford. And that's wrong. And you. You got on that young man about what he was saying about special interests he has in this. You have special interests, not you per se, because you have many people that are in unions that are on these boards that get money because their agency or their whatever they calling themselves these days, because it's not bipartisan. They're getting money. Their jobs are getting money. When they leave here, they are the special interest group and they're getting paid. And you know who's getting screwed? All these consumers that put you in office, you, the, the um, I'm sorry, I speak Spanish and English, but the unions are not we. They are a team, but it's we. We is the constituents of Connecticut, and 85% of them said they don't want no tolls. And I promise you, I promise you, if I can hit 11,700 doors in three months, I'm going to hit a whole bunch of other doors in states and cities. It was towns to get you people out of here because you are robbing us blind and we can't afford it. The little people make $10 an hour. Where the heck are they going to pay for these tolls? Where are they going to pay for them? I don't, I, I'm, I'm just flabbergasted. 
Where do you think they're going to get money from? They're going to start robbing. They're going to start stealing. They're going to start taking packages in order to survive. Where's this money coming from? Where's the little people? Did you think of us? You're going to put nonprofits out of business. They don't pay me to deliver stuff. They don't pay me to haul furniture. We do it for free. So now you're going to tax the little guy? Y'all are all crazy. I mean, I'm, I'm very angry. I'm very angry. What are you going to do? My mother said she's moving. She said, you know why? Because if I go to Alabama, they don't tax me. I'm 60, over 65. Why are they taxing me? And the reason why, I'm not anti-union. I'm not M2P, whatever the heck that is. But I know for a fact they don't play fair because I ran an election and I know what they did to me. And if they did it to me, knowing that I'm going to talk about it, they're going to do it to everybody else. So I'm going to give you some advice. I'm not that preacher that just left. I'm a street preacher. If you piss off poor people, they vote. They only vote when they pissed off. And this poll situation is ticking people off beyond measure. So if you do that, I promise you a lot of you are going to lose your seats and I'm going to make it happen. I speak for the, for the Connecticut people, not for the legislation branch. And if we put you in office, then you need to do what we ask, not what you want to do. Is what we said. It's we the people. And I think you're violating our trust beyond measure. And it's sad because we elected you. You weren't appointed. We elected you. Reverend, I couldn't have said it better. I don't think anybody in the trucking industry could have said it better. It was Reverend Ernestine Holloway giving her her two cents worth. She'll move, by golly. <laughs> but anyway, OIDA, patting them on the back here. Owner-Operator Independent Drivers Association and the Motor Transport Association of Connecticut are opposed to this trucks-only toll. What's coming up next for this special session to discuss and possibly vote on the issue no longer on the agenda? Supporters are hopeful of sending the toll bill to the governor's desk by mid-February. A couple of weeks away, we got to let our voices be known. Easy, you know, it'd be real easy not to uh, deliver anything to Connecticut. They, you know, if they quit, you know, if trucks would just stop delivering to Connecticut only for a few days. These politicians up there would uh, get their proverbial heads out of the sand, do the right thing. Opponents are calling for additional public hearings on the issue before any possible legislative vote actually just needs to fail. It needs to go away. I mean, that's the dumbest thing. Like I was talking about the other day when I got on my soapbox, it's real easy to try to tax those that don't live in your state. Try to hide it from your uh, constituents, your voters, but uh, still, it all comes out in the wash. You know, like I said the other day, you can raise the tolls, but things in Connecticut, you may be trying to hide it from your constituents, but I promise you, things in Connecticut that gets delivered by truck will get more expensive. Somebody's got to pay for it. Trucking companies in money to make, or in business to make money, not in business to pay tolls to Connecticut. Know what I mean?
Okay, if you are an FBTV insider, this is going to be interesting to you. If you're not, probably uh, may want to think about signing up. It's an insider weekend this Friday at 6 p.m. Got another video from Tautoa, training video from their training series on how to be a freight broker. It's going to be of interest to trucking companies, too. This weekend starts Friday, 6 p.m. Uh, this weekend's video from their uh, freight broker training series is prospecting, finding shippers. Going to have access to that as an insider all weekend. So if you're signed up by the weekend, you'll be able to start watching that. Matter of fact, the FPTV Insider, you know, for the last several weeks, they've been going through the uh, uh, training modules one at a time on the Insider weekend. So before it's all done, you will have been able to attended or watched all the uh, Freight Broker training videos that are available through Tautoa, but you got to be an insider to get access to that content. All right. I think we've done enough damage today, so go have yourself a good Wednesday. Unless, of course, you've made other plans, and if you have, well, you can do something about that right now.